Hello. Welcome to another episode of Fight Insight, the podcast that brings you all the latest news, all the updates and analysis from the world of mixed martial arts. Today, we're going to be diving deep into the world of MMA. We're going to be discussing one of our favorites of the show, friend of the podcast, a Bobby Green's controversial headbutt. Seems like people are split. Bias commentary and much more. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for an action-packed episode of Fight Insight. Tim, hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Fight Insight Podcast. Let's talk. Oh, baby, we are back. I'm so excited, Brady Bunch. There's so much to talk about. Uh, We normally start the show with our guest. But today, our guest is going to be coming at the end of the show because uh, you've got some stuff to do. So you might have to dip out at some point. But uh, hopefully you can stay here until at least you can meet Super Sadiq Yusuf. Yes, that would be dope. Oh, my God. This dude, I am such a fan of his. And if you don't follow his Instagram and his YouTube channel, you've got to get on that. It is the funniest stuff that he does with the unprofessional fight breakdowns. So go check that out. Uh, Brady Bunch nothing more important to talk about this week than what happened to my best friend and yours, Mr. Bobby Green, right? If you don't remember who Bobby Green is, here's a, just a random comment he made on the show. I said, I want to see you be the next Ariel. I truly believe you have the talent. Oh, we love him. Just a random comment I pulled out. That's all. I don't listen to that every day of my life very much. (laughs) uh did you watch his fight you know what uh i did i did okay and, uh, yeah i think you're on the side of bobby bobby got screwed bobby got well, screwed. money the decision uh and you know what me looking back i i feel the same way uh it's it's tough so let me for the viewers that are watching on audio, or sorry, watch, I always get that wrong. If you're only on audio, come watch the video version of the podcast on Spotify or YouTube. But I'm gonna play a short brief clip. I have layered music into it, as well as put our logo on the screen so it doesn't get cut out by YouTube. But let's see if this will uh, work. And here's a quick clip. And there come it on. was a left hook, a lead left hook that landed That's a no right, contest. Up, right on the temple of Gordon. It's a, I, I know, I'm calmed down. So that's where it is. It's the headbutt that drops him. And then the controversy persists. The internet is ablaze. It's pretty 50-50 split down the middle. What do you, like, without thinking what I think, what do you think, Brady Bunch? What was your take on it? How it all went down? You know what? Uh, In my opinion, first of all, I think what irritates some people is, like, the bias commentary like what's going on? Uh, yeah, we'll, but, we'll, oh, don't worry, we're gonna get to that. All right, because we're, we're sort of used to some of these announcers, they gotta get their act together uh, over at the UFC, right? Okay, okay hold on, okay, you, you wanna just go off on that angle then? Let's go off on the commentary, which you can hear in the clip that I yeah. played, and that is uh, the Irish Dragon, Paul Felder. He is livid at the headbutt and he's screaming to the point where then you hear him go, yeah, 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 I'm calm. I think that's his producer in his earpiece. Telling him to chill out. 
like relax <laughs> or it's some or it's someone around him or whatever because we know dan hardy has gotten in trouble before for screaming at refs from being cage side right um if you paid attention to the commentary i think just leading into the fight he talks about that he's trained or trains with jared gordon yes okay so you know they're already buddies but which is fine of course that's fine but then when it happens he starts going off and like getting really angry and i put that poll on our instagram because i'm like this guy should fucking shut up like you can't do that you can't be screaming like that because he's again same as the joe rogan thing with pointing out the mouthpiece he's influencing the judges and the referees around him yes and like and shouldn't have been like the ref should have stepped in if he felt like it was an issue right there and then. Uh, At the, you mean for the headbutt, right? Yes. Yeah, it's really tough. Okay, so we're just gonna go back and forth between the uh, commentary. Uh, and <laughs> it is tough because yeah, one one issue is is that should uh, Keith Peterson, once he sees the headbutt, step in and go whoa whoa whoa. Now the problem is, and I spoke to a few, well, many people I was speaking to online, but I spoke to. A few UFC athletes, maybe a judge, and their interpretation was that they think that the ref didn't see it. Is that what you think? Because to I, me, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just imagining, like, uh, like what's his face was clearly defending with his legs still when he was on the ground. Bobby was like still putting in the work, right? Like yeah. he wasn't knocked out. And as someone who like came from a wrestling background, a number of times I've clashed heads with someone shooting in at the same time or something like, Oh, it happens. Right. And I remember winning a match actually in middle school. Cause we both shot in our heads hit each other. Yeah. Uh, and literally we were both like in pain for a moment. I literally just rolled over in this kid. Right. But like, <laughs> Is it so it's like an old school WWF style? Yes, and if it was intentional, which I don't, I don't think it was, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like then it's a different story, right? Well, of course. Okay, so first of all, of course it's not intentional, and that's what some morons online say. So if you're that moron, stop watching this podcast. Get lost. You're an idiot. There's, the guy's not flying in with a headbutt to fucking yeah. knock this guy out. Okay. Did you see Bobby Green's interview on Ariel Helwani? No. Okay. After you fully watch this podcast and tell all your friends and family to watch this podcast, I encourage everybody to go watch Ariel Helwani's MMA hour that occurred uh, the day we're recording. This is Tuesday. Yesterday on Monday, he interviews Bobby Green. Bobby Green goes off on saying, like, I'm not a cheater. I've never cheated, never done anything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can I tell you also, Brady Bunch, on another quick tangent? After we interview Bobby Green, yeah. After we get the miraculous, rare appearance of Bobby Green, he's gone off and done so many interviews. Yes. We we opened the door. We, I we... swear to God we opened the door. He saw how incredible some people, <clears throat> you and I, can be. Yes. He had a really good time on our podcast. I really believe that. Do you know he reached out to the guy that did the art for him? Yes. And commissioned him to do more art. He uses that art that we gave to him on the podcast as his icon now, like as his profile pic. Fucking I think he had a really good time. And he's not been ever. He never spoke to Ariel Hawani. And I think they had issues. 
But I guess because of this issue and whatever, he now goes on uh, his thing and says like, look, this was not intentional at all. And he brings up exactly what you did. He says, the guy's defending with his legs. He's trying to get me. Then when I pass his legs and I get on top of him, he's moving his head. The problem is, and this is what I wrote on everybody's Instagram, Bobby, Bobby was penalized for being such a slick striker. The second he passed those legs, he knocks the dude out. Yes. It's, if you were Kelvin Gaslam and Curtis, uh, Chris Curtis, Kelvin didn't finish the job. And therefore, Chris Curtis now just bumbles around and, and gets the loss. But his win doesn't get overturned. And Bobby Green rightfully says, what happens if after the headbutt, I didn't finish him, and then Jaron submitted me? You would have let him get the win. Like... It's really weird, and I don't I don't like it because I do think, hey, the ref missed it. And if the ref missed it, that's too bad. Like, I kind of feel like that. Plus, the fact is, the headbutt didn't knock him out. Uh, yes, exactly. Like, I'm sure it dazed him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it dazed him, phased him, whatever. But he's still moving his legs. Bobby Green, too good of a striker, knocks the guy out too quickly after the headbutt and that's where and then he loses 100 150 grand whatever because he would have got performance of the night for that yeah i know i would be furious right I'd, I'd be really curious how bobby would answer your question about happiness today <laughs> <laughs> holy cow and you sent to me on instagram how helen Yi was asking him about feelings and blah blah, blah. Yes. i'm like helen are you watching this podcast too? She did a little research before interviewing. How would, yeah, that because how would she get to that kind of thing, right? I'm telling you, we're making waves, Brady Bunch. We're making waves. Uh, so I feel like uh, Bobby Green got screwed in that sense. I feel like he was too slick. He was able to pass guard too perfectly. And it wasn't immediate. Like It wasn't like his legs were limp. He shifted a bit through the legs to the side. Like He did what he had to do. Yes. I don't know. Um, but on the Ariel Helwani, uh, okay, so wait, hold on. So you're saying it should not have been a no contest? Yeah, in my opinion, it shouldn't have been a no contest, right? Yeah, okay. I do too. I do too. Uh, for all you amateurs out there, for Robert DeArne, who came on our podcast last week, if you are ever in this situation and you headbutt a dude, don't finish him right away. <laughs> Give it a couple seconds to the point where then if the ref wants to stop it, if he wants to put a pause to the action, give him that two seconds, three seconds, maybe a minute, then finish the guy because fuck, Bobby gets screwed out of that fight. Yes. And he is livid. Bobby is so mad. He went to the uh, post-fight press conference and was just screaming about his pay and walked out. Ariel Helwani confirmed yesterday that uh, Dana did not pay him his win bonus. That's the story he's saying. So it seems like he wasn't getting his money. He's really pissed. I believe it. Uh, now, how how often do we see referees go to the instant replay to then call it a no contest too? That's did true. You, did yeah. you think that was weird? Yeah, like... In fact, I'm trying to think. I don't think... When have I seen that? Uh, meaning, 
Is is that going to become a thing though in the future? Like um, I, don't, I like I don't. I mean, I don't even know if that's a. I don't even know what the rule is around that. Like, when are you allowed to use instant replay? Yes. Did they just? And then here's the problem too with the Paul Felder thing. Yeah. They in their commentary booth are getting the replays because they've got their monitors. So they're replaying it and seeing it more than the judge. So when he's screaming and stuff like that, he's even screaming that before anything has happened. And like, if you don't think that Paul Felder, his voice is being heard by the judges and the referees and whatever, and then they're being like, oh, there was a headbutt, oh, blah, blah. Like, and then they're going to take, and then people are going to say, well, Tim, you idiot. You know, the other coaches would be screaming that. Yeah, but they the, they know that Paul Felder has a replay in front of his face. Yep. It's one thing to hear it from the crowd or whatever, but you're hearing it from a guy that you know has information. And you're so right. Yes. And you know what? I'm thinking of a whole different spin. I probably sound silly. No. But, like, part of me is wondering if the UFC... Remember how Bobby was like, yo, I'm not a favorite, right? Like... <laughs> Army's wondering if with the whole Patty drama and Gordon's last fight, like, was there a lot, was there a big push to make sure he didn't lose? Does that make sense? I don't know. Like, behind like, the given, Like, given the situation. Like, there's, yeah, because we've seen pretty biased commentary, you know, quite a bit here and there all over the place. Yeah. Um, you want <laughs> okay, this is a video I've had for this show probably for like a year now maybe a year longer and i've never had the time to use it but watch this video clip and the commentators are talking about the girl on the bottom when they're giving praise okay please god don't cut this youtube stupid here we go she does not want to sit down here for the next couple of minutes because these are just points that are scoring for Gentleman, especially in this position. See how her legs are triangled like this? This is a really dominant position. Gentleman might just choose to hold this spot and just eat some time up. Okay. Sorry, they're talking about the girl on top who's in guillotine. Yeah. And they're saying, look at the points she's racking up. Are you are you insane? The bias commentary there is so crazy. Well, she um, the person who was supposed to win. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the girl, yeah, the girl that they wanted to win. You know, yes, right. Any, yeah. Anyways, uh, Brady Bunch, we have already talked like twenty minutes on this subject. We can talk about it a lot more. I've got lots to talk about. I am racking up topics about uh, a lot of sex topics for <laughs> for MMA. There's a lot going on, man. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. We will talk about these topics next week. But right now, I'm going to introduce our guest because I see he's here in the lobby. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to do my best, my best work at trying to introduce this guest. Okay, from my extensive research and fact-finding efforts done for minutes prior to the show, our guest today appears to be a fight commentator, a financial planner, a chartered accountant, an astrologer, an anthropologist. He's a video game expert, comic book aficionado, an improv actor a comedian, and also a UFC featherweight with a record of 13 and two. He blasted onto our radars after his appearance on Dana White's Contender Series, and since then has gone six and one in the octagon, putting on incredible performances. He is one of the funniest 
fighter personalities in the world today. And if you aren't following him on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all his socials, pause this video now. Go check him out. Follow him. I'm going to give you a second to do that. Okay, now you're back. He is the owner of the second fastest submission in featherweight history. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Super Sadiq Youssef. <laughs> the, the only thing you was missing was geologist. geologist. Outside of that, everything else was fine. You, know you what forgot geologist. Ah, uh, what a failure. You know what? <laughs> I, believe, I believe a planet was in retrograde, Sadiq. As, as, Exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll let I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Messes you up, man. Messes you up. <laughs> Sadiq Yusuf, how are you, sir? I can't complain, man. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Not bad. This is uh, my co-host Brady Bunch. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm, Hold uh, on. I did, I just had to put the dog away real quick. He didn't want me giving away the secrets. All right. <laughs> uh, Super Sadiq, thank you so much for joining the podcast, my friend. Uh, I am a huge fan of your unprofessional breakdowns. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. It's it's one of those things is like I think it's slowly starting to gain traction now. I started about um two months ago, but now I starting to see like consistent like amount of people coming back and like people actually waiting for it to come out. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I need to steal content for my Instagram all the time. So I'm gonna share your stuff as much as <laughs> no, possible. It is Yeah, funny. no problem, no problem. Just yeah. just don't share too much. I want them to go on my YouTube. That's what it's like it's before I used to post them all on um, Instagram and Twitter until um, there was somebody online that was like, you know, if you post the whole thing on here, there's no reason for anybody to go to your YouTube. I was like, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, you got to share a bit. Uh, I'm going to ask you one quick thing. I apologize. Do you mind changing your camera? Uh, oh, yes. Sideways? And then that way you'll just fill the screen. We can see you a little bit better there. No you problem. Have, you might have to click the thingy. Now, while you're doing that, I'm going to show one quick, uh, a quick short video. And again, go to Super Sadiq's uh youtube page but i'm going to show one quick video this is of the one you did this week i thought this was hilarious well 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 if it isn't our guy cody brundage fun fact cody is an og supporter of unprofessional breakdown he likes shares he's even told us that he can't wait to get a matchup so we could do an unprofessional breakdown for his fight next fight <laughs> <laughs> Man, shout out to Cody. It's, it's funny. He's like, I think the first ever one I put out, like he was one of the first, like the few fighters that like was sharing my stuff and engaging. And I remember the moment he said that to me, he was like, he was like, man, I can't wait until I get a fight so he can break down mine. As soon as he said that, I was like, I'm going to skip it. <laughs> I'm like, that's, a, that's the best answer possible. You know, like, like, he's the only person that actually was like, yeah, yeah, I, I want you to do one. I want you to do one. Before I was just going to like, not even like acknowledge the fight. I was just going to scroll by. But I was like, okay, I need the other viewers to be able to get why I'm not actually doing his breakdown. <laughs> now, just so you know, Sadiq, I reached out to Cody to ask him how, what he felt about your disrespect. <laughs> and he said he thought it was funny. He says, but you can let him know that he missed out on a big money play this fight. He says that this fight is going to be a draw. <laughs> nice, nice. See, that's a real fan right there because he, he's done the science. Because the, the real fans, they know the science. They know how, how the play-by-play -play work. Now, the next level is for him to explain why it will be a draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't done that yet. But that's that's the money line right there is to go for the draw. Uh, how, okay, you put these videos out. And, yeah, so you've only been doing it for a while. Because I just came across them. Randomly, yeah, I think right? I've only – um. so 
about a few months ago, I don't know if you guys know, I herniated a couple of discs in my, in my spine. So I was, I was out of practice and my coach just said, man, you gotta, now that you don't have any, like you can't really train. So just get out there and like, go get some fans in other ways. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys where if I wasn't fighting, like the fans wasn't hearing from me. And I remember my managers talked about it before too. He's like, man, you're like a funny, personable guy, but everybody just sees you as like a scary, like featherweight guy. It's like, you gotta go put your personality out there. And I, I think it was, um, I think it was like Black Beast versus somebody. It was a card that was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And I remember for that for that card, I, I just, somebody asked me about it at the gym. And this is what I normally do on my day-to-day life is because when you're a UFC fighter, everybody only wants to talk to you about UFC. So I'm constantly like trolling people. Whenever they ask me about fights, I just, the same way I do my own professional breakdowns, they're like, oh yeah, this guy has, this guy's from Russia he's gonna win like so I, I did that for that for the for that card and i was like you know what let me record it and just post it on there and it, it was like it was so overwhelmingly like positive i was like all right you know i could do this every every week and since since then it's been it's been a catch it's just the youtube grind is so slow like i have um followers everywhere but i was like just go to youtube and hit subscribe <laughs> yeah. but they're, they're too lazy they'll, they'll watch it some of them would even, i remember um last week one of my teammates and my coach is like, oh, I didn't even know you put it on YouTube. I said, <laughs> I said what? <laughs> Every single video I mentioned something about YouTube. How is this possible? <laughs> you know what? That's the problem, though. Like uh, Brady Bunch and I know know the pain, you know, trying to get people to come over onto YouTube because that's where the experience might be a little bit better. You can put it in full length. But, yeah, it's hard. And then a lot of people, like, they don't have a YouTube account, so they can't even subscribe. Yeah. You know, I did see that one of your uh, best supporters is your mother. Yes, I thought, I, I thought that was hilarious. I showed I showed my wife right away when you posted a, yeah. a picture showing that you were texting your mom, saying, "Hey, something's here. Can you go watch she, it?" She she's at it like a, a a a very like. It's funny. She's at like a a very like strange spot to where like she's a boomer. But yeah. a, enough to understand technology, you know. Right, so, right. so she understands it enough to know that I need views. But she's still like, you know, like the boomers, like, all right, I'm just gonna watch it three times. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's all, it's all love, you know. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna support my son however I can, you know. So, you know. and then the funny thing is, I sent her that message. I was like, yeah, I finally got monetized, blah blah blah. Um, and I sent that to her. I posted the video and all that stuff. It then clicked to me that just because you're monetized doesn't mean you're gonna start getting paid. You actually have to like turn it on on the videos. <laughs> so, so all of that went to waste. <laughs> like oh. all of that was for nothing. That's okay. That's okay. Now, Brady Bunch, I know you've got to leave. I'll give you a second to say goodbye. Yeah, I'm just uh, just wanted to say I'm a big fan. I'm gonna so check out your YouTube. I relate. I uh, do music stuff, uh, and I actually have been doing some silly fighting. Uh, and as we know, it's so hard to get people to jump <laughs> to Instagram, to YouTube, but YouTube opens doors, right? Um, yeah, it's one click away, man. People are so lazy. Yeah, uh, but I want to say good luck with the fight. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm so watching. Uh, and yeah, that's basically it. It's been a pleasure. I wish I could stick around. I gotta run to do my uh, side hustle. No problem. No problem. Peace. All right. See you, everybody. All right, so as I uh, just switch up my screen here so it looks good. All right, there we are. Um, 
Yeah, no, it was funny because my mom, when I began this podcast, my mom used to do that all the time. She'd watch right away and she'd watch a couple times to give me a couple extra views. So hey, it's, it's much appreciated. Right right now, I think I got like like 5K subscribers or something. Yeah. It's like if, if all 1,000 views is coming from my mom refreshing, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Uh, okay. In your unprofessional breakdowns, you have a lot of really nerdy references, man. Yes. Like, like things that are deep cuts. Yes, I that's that, that's I do that on purpose too. I make sure that like it's multi-layered so the people who get it are like, "Whoa," like, you know. So it's one of those things where like there's some people where like even my fiance or like people at the I'm at an MMA gym. You like, like most people are like, "I don't I don't understand what that means." But I make sure it's like so layer level that the people who would actually pick it up will really appreciate it. Like the last one with um the Josh Quinlan and <laughs> I'm pretty sure you one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it's crazy about that one. So the joke was the Outworld Sorcerer joke with with Shang Song, but I kept calling him Josh Quinl um Quinlan, oh no, Josh Quinlan. Yeah. But then it finally hit me after I put the video out. I was like, this is probably just a regular white guy. His name is probably Josh Quinlan. <laughs> but. But if it, it it ended up even making more sense with the joke, I was like, this dude's probably just like a regular white dude, Josh Quinlan. But I was like, Josh Quinlan. Like, yeah. No, no, he looks just like like Shang Tsung or like exactly. You know I mean? So yeah, if yeah. you get the joke, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's hundred percent Shang Tsung. So how so how nerdy are you though? Like this is it, not it, fake. It, like you no no pretty pretty comics, deep. Nah nah pretty deep. It's it's um. It's like mostly a lot of pop culture stuff. Like growing up, I was like a super, super big. I mean, I'm still a super big anime nerd now. It's like that was one of like the big inspirations to my fight. Believe it or not, I still work out to like anime openings now. Like people will walk by the gym, but hey, I'm a UFC fighter. What can I say? <laughs> like the players, I'm blasting like anime music the whole time. So all of those pop culture stuff, that's always kind of been like my area. And I feel like, especially learning how to fight and self defense, it just that should um bring out your personality more you know you should like it sh you should have more confidence to be yourself and that's kind of one of those things that i've always been myself there's people that i knew from high school that they'll, they'll meet me now i remember i had to do a um I had to talk to the kids at a local wrestling tournament and a couple of my old high school classmates was there and they was like, um, oh man, look at your jacket. I had the Naruto um, Hokage jacket on and it looked like a Hokage jacket. I was like, man, I'm glad to see you never changed. I was like, man, why would you? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this world is always trying to slowly like, like kill your inner child. So like as much, as much as I can, I'm going to keep that alive. I did have someone that wrote in about your childhood now that you bring it up and they said that you ruined uh that you ruined a poor teacher's classroom mrs rose miss rose oh oh, oh no 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 and that you, <laughs> no, that, that you stank that, up her classroom yeah no no that's actually not um childhood that was um my early days at the gym i think i was like 19 <laughs> or 20 that was like 19 or 20 now don't don't judge me too much but right. and it wasn't just me okay i think i was 21 it was my it was me and my friend my friend was like 19 so <laughs> she told me at this point, like it was my job to like clean up like the gym and clean up the kitchen and stuff like that. That's how I was paying my, my gym fees. So she told me to throw away a, a bottle of milk, but the bottle of milk was like, was like three months expired at the time. So my friend was like, Hey, you think if we leave it in here, do you think it will turn into cheese? And I was like, man, that's a great idea. You know, <laughs> mm, free cheese. Yeah. It's like, we just wanted to see what would happen. It was like, man, maybe it will turn into cheese. So instead of, throwing away the milk we decided to just hide it in the cabinet but we hid it 
and completely forgot it even existed until it was too late and the bottle transformed into a ball exploded and sunk into the actual like the wood of the cabinet and the whole gym smelled crazy for like two weeks that's hilarious i wonder who sent I mean, in that question i mean you can i mean you can uh, appreciate why when i hear a story about a young sadiq you know <laughs> rotting milk in a fridge i assumed you were a child but that's, that's fine. I, 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 I no 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 i was just i was i was still keeping my inner child alive that's all okay. you know all right, all right. hey i told you don't let that inner child die you gotta be curious like will will milk turn into cheese I, i'm pretty sure that's not how you do it now but back then it sounded like a really good idea yeah yeah i mean we don't know uh <laughs> you know I, I've seen that you kind of are beefing, not beefing maybe, but like that you kind of wanted to fight Bryce Mitchell. Oh, oh man, it's, it's and, no beef at all, man. Bry Bryce is okay. actually a, a really a really cool guy. But hold and on, I, hold on. My, my question is, is, do you want to fight him because you're one of those weird people that thinks the earth is round? <laughs> is that... You're not one of those people, are you? Because did you add astronomer to my um I my title when you introduced yeah. me? Astro well, yeah. yeah that's... I, I I hate to break it to you, but on a, a few of my astrological missions, I realized the Earth was indeed round. Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> I might have to end this podcast quick. Oh, that uh, uh, sorry. Well, Bryce is a he's an amateur astronomer, so <laughs> I think you you could listen to me more than you should listen to him. Yeah, you think so? Do you know that he has? I saw on his uh, Wikipedia he has a documentary coming out where he yeah well, yeah he's actually, part I, of it I, right yeah he's I saw um I saw the trailer I don't think it's out yet but yeah. that's man there's a funny I forgot what the name of the documentary was but there's a funny documentary about like flat earthers on Netflix and I I forgot the name but I remember it ended with the flat earthers they were trying to prove the earth was flat with some type of like um camera or something like that and the documentary ended up with them themselves proving the earth was round and it's just the guy the guy just literally goes oh and the, and the screen turns black i was like that's a perfect way to end that documentary right there well uh but that said the fight with bryce mitchell that's a good fight for you man for sure, like for that sure. One. That that's that's why that's why I asked for it a few times. I think now now that he's like right next to me, though, I don't think I really care that much. I want I want to fight oh, him as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. So so it's it's one of those things. I um I ran into him at the hotel. Um, for I think both of our teammates were fighting. So he had somebody fighting. I had somebody fighting. And I was like, man, Bryce, why um. Why do you always ignore my call outs, man? Yeah, like you don't see my call outs. And he, you know, his accent, he goes, I mean, he's like, I, I ain't scared, motherfucker. And I was like, man, I didn't, I, I was like, nah, I don't think you're scared, man. Like, I'm not on that vibe. It's a, I just figured you would think it would be a good matchup. He's like, nah, nah, I don't think it's a good matchup. But how come when you was behind me? No, he said, how come when I was behind you, I ain't hear a peep from you? I was like, the same reason you ignore me now. You know how this game works. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, but okay. so now, now that we're like right next to each other, I couldn't care less. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I, I, I want high. If, if most likely, if they rescheduled a Giga fight or somebody like, I need my opportunity to top ten. You know, I just fought. I fought backwards. I, I fought backwards against um Bruce Leroy. I was number I think twelve or thirteen, and he was fifteen. And then I super, super, super fought backwards against the last guy. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so okay, so then, it's like. But it's one of those things where, like, I'm winning and staying in the same number. So, I, I right. to be honest, like, I would still like the Bryce fight, but I don't care about it as much as I did back when he was, like, number 10 or or, or 9. Yeah, but, you know, the way that the UFC works with, uh, you know, with popularity, like you're saying, like, while you were on your off time, it's really important. I'm glad you got that uh, that um, 
advice from people. Like, yeah. Like, hey, go promote yourself in other ways, get popular, yes. you know, because we've talked to tons of uh, UFC fighters on this podcast that talk about how important it is that you have a good social media following and that you're popular. I mean, Bryce Mitchell is a very popular guy. That, yeah. That fight would still probably bring in good numbers for you and still do well for your popularity. Yeah, it, it will. But to be honest, too, I, I would also like to get as close to the title as possible, sure, sure. you know? Yeah. It's like it's one of those things where my only blemish was to Arnold, and it, it was one of those things where I still think I could beat him. And yeah. Arnold, Arnold's been Arnold just got a shot at Max, you know. So it's, exactly. it's so it's one of those things where like, yeah, it, it'll be nice, but I really, really would like to fight forward, you know, at, at least yeah. somebody in ten, ten or higher, so, yeah. at least. Can you promise me one thing, Sadiq? Now that we're like such good friends, when <laughs> you, when you fight Max Holloway one day. Don't turn it into a friendly sparring contest. <laughs> man, he can't lose those, yo. He That's can't, the he thing. Can't, yeah, like, yeah, he can't. He can't lose those, man. Like, don't don't you think that Arnold was giving like almost? It became I, like a playful thing. Like, no, I, Max, I don't. Max I, I would that, man. I hate. I wouldn't that. necessarily think think it's a. I don't necessarily think it's a playful thing. It's just it's just one of those things where like. Max Max is just so good at running the numbers up, man. And a lot of times, fighters I don't think realize when it happens in a fight. One of the things that Volkanovski did so well the first time they fought was his feints. So like his feints kept Max from being able to ever like start like his runoff. And then the second, uh, and then the second time, Volkanovski, I think he was able to use a little bit. No, they fought twice, right? Yeah, the second time was when um the second the second time was when he completely like just showed a different level, you know. I right. think Volkanovski's power got a little bit more respect in that second fight. The second fight was a lot more strange than the first one. I didn't expect Max to um look that much different. I actually thought Max was going to win when they when they rematched each other. But Volkanovski has a lot of power for his size, man. His and his his footwork, his feints is he's the only person I could see like right now still giving Max a hard time, you know. And right. to be honest, I feel like if Max completely just ignores those feints, I feel like he could probably do the same thing to vote, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, another question that we got in, speaking about favorite fighters and, you know, people that we love, they said, uh, who is the greatest African fighter and why is it Mike Perry? Man, yo, that's crazy. I, I, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes jokes. I've never thought that Mike Perry joke was funny ever. It's people like, say that. I don't, I don't know. Say that all the time. Like it's everywhere. Yeah, online. You can't get yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I've never thought that Mike Perry joke was funny. The so, so I, I'll, I'll happily diss him on that one. The my, but my favorite, um, my. The greatest African fighter. I mean, it would have to be Izzy right now because Izzy's the um only one with a belt. But to be honest, I I um I'll lean towards Usman because he was the first. Because he was the first. And I still and remember I, I still remember how I felt when I first like I, <laughs> you know, I was like still like an up and coming, like I think I might have still been an amateur. And when I first heard there was a Nigerian guy on the Osman fighter, I lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and back and, tr and trust me, back then, Usman, like if you remember early Usman back when he would just hold people for uh, uh, 15 minutes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just at home like, yeah. <laughs> Most exciting fight ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't care, man. Man, like, hey, he's Nigerian like me, so I'm gonna show love, you know. So I, I'll give it to Usman just because he was the first. Nice, nice. Um, how we often ask people, where can people find and see you next? Because we've only seen you in the cage for 30 seconds in the last year. And yeah, you, you made mention of an injury, and I didn't know about that. Is that yeah. why? 
yeah, that's why, I, man, it's it's depressing to be honest, which is funny because <laughs> it's like the more depressed I get, the funnier these jokes get. <laughs> but but, but it's, it's, it's man, it's it's super sad. It's it's one of those things. Is like it, it wasn't long. It might have been like the next month. Yeah, because I fought in October. Yeah, and I got hurt in November. But it was it was one of those things that was like already like kind of ailing me. But it got really bad in November. Like um, it was like a tr like trauma when I was um grappling and then they said i herniated two discs in my spine and it got really bad like i could barely sit or walk for a while but the ufc paid for an injection in my spine that really helped with the walking and sitting and now it's just about rehabbing to come back it's one of those things where like i'll be doing good and then next thing you know i hear like a little snack or pop and i'm sitting down again for like two weeks so it's it's super super frustrating it's super frustrating i just had another freaking accident last week so it, it sucks it's just one of those things where i I'm just gonna have to give give it the time it needs, man. And okay. every time, like people are constantly bombarding. Hey, when are you fighting again? When are you fighting again? When are you fight? Like, man, I, I would love to fight. I want to get paid too. <laughs> I want to get paid too. You know, yeah. I even I had to turn down the freaking. They offered a main event against Giga. I had to turn that down too. So it it really really sucks. Okay. But fingers fingers crossed, man. It's it, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. I mean, it is getting better. It's just it's just not a straight line. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But plans are by, I mean, we're only in April now. So by fall, by end of year, like you're. Oh, hopefully. And no, I, I, man, I better be able to fight this year. Okay. But yeah, like cl maybe closer towards the end, man. Yeah. Hope maybe in the fall, but we'll see. But that that's, that's why I'm here. Um, making sure y'all remember you don't don't, yeah. don't don't forget me it's actually to be honest once i started putting those videos out i had a lot of like um my like ogs actually reach out to me they're like man um i'm happy you finally started like putting yourself out there more you know it's like when people watch me fight they always think i'm almost like the exact opposite of what i am you know like i get it all the time when people come visit the gym they're like man i would have never thought you was you was like this you know because i look i look scary naturally you know yeah. which kind of helps in the fight you know you want you want to be a scary looking guy and, and I, I have like natural punching power, but outside of my day to day, I, you can't be intense all the time. I save all that intensity for actually fighting. Like outside of that is mostly me just cracking jokes. Yeah, no, I think that's true because, you know, we, again, we've had people on this podcast and you wouldn't realize that they have such a good personality or like that they're, that they're so likable. And I'm yeah. like, you got to do that something to show people that's who you are because people would want to follow you more if they know that you're so you, you know, You know what else that really helped out? It helped out with Twitter because now people actually read it in the way that I'm talking. Because like when they used to read my tweets before, it's like people would just lose their shit. I'm like, yo, I can't believe these people are taking this seriously right now. Uh, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, because most of the time I'm just being sarcastic. Yeah, and like, but I'm writing stuff. But now that people are like watch my videos and they read what I'm tweeting, it's like, okay, they, they know what's actually going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Take us behind the scenes there a little bit. You said when I'm writing it, when you do these videos, it's like one clean take. I'm like, one, oh, one, one take, man. Mr. One take. This, hey, this, hey, dude that... holding, this dude is holding it down the whole take, being straight faced because I like the sarcasm, but it's like the dry humor and stuff like that. And you're yeah. take, taking shots at that... every dude on the roster that's that's another thing too um so i've always been i've always wanted to uh, like act and do comedy and stuff like that and um my coach actually told me he was like man use this time good um 
you say you want to act, go to acting school, blah, blah, blah. That was another thing I did too. But whenever we would record like promo for the school or like we were shooting like ads and stuff like that for the gym, I'll always make a joke about like, I'm Mr. One Take. Like call me Mr. One Take because I'll, I'll read the whole script without messing up. And it's, it's, it's a natural talent. It's like, of course, I don't, I, it's not one of those things like I'm over here studying to get better at it. But I've always been good at like doing things in one take. So that's really the on the hardest part of the unprofessional breakdown is trying to do the whole thing on one take because sometimes the jokes are funny like i will laugh too you know but i don't want to laugh on the on the on the video though i i kept one when i laughed um last week i think it was um it was two females that was it was like so, i didn't know them like i i, I try to actually know the people but i had no idea who it was you know so yeah. that one like, i kind of laughed a little bit <laughs> but i try to record the whole thing in one second if i mess up like if i laugh or like, i forget something i'll do it over but i try oh. like the one take then i think is the best i had somebody told me before to try to like edit it but i don't think it'll it'll, it'll hit as much if it was edited no, no, you got to do it clean. You got to do it straight because then it's even funnier because I'm watching and I'm dying for you to crack, right? Yeah. I'm watching, I'm thinking like, okay, dude's going to crack on this one. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, now a couple more. Uh, are you okay just for a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. I'm fine. Okay, okay. I have some more uh, fan questions that I wanted to get to. Um, <laughs> how many times do you go on WikiFeet per day? <laughs> WikiFeet? Yeah. No, zero zero, zero. Uh, yeah zero what did they what the heck did they get that from? if that was on my search history then then, then so, it, if, that, if, if that was on my search history it's part of the joke <laughs> oh sure sure you're using that as a, a you know what all right all right here's another behind the scene one that i'll let you in on the first ever time that i did the though every once in a while i do one where like i look something up and the first ever time i looked something up somebody screenshotted my history <laughs> And like I was like, I, I, it was an actress, and I was like, I looked up her OnlyFans, but it was on my search history, and the person posted that. I was like, holy hell! So from now on, I was like, all right, let me make sure there's nothing crazy in this search history. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta be very careful with that, Sadiq, just in just in case, you know. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. But as you heard, if you see anything there, it's a joke. I did it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a plant. It's a plant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question. No. Okay. And the WikiFeed question, I get, I get it from the same person all the time. Like they keep asking WikiFeed questions, which is funny. And Hey, one of my co-hosts one time, uh, MMA fighter, Katharina Liener, she's very proud of her five stars on WikiFeed. So, you know, some people are really, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Now I'm going to uh, actually look it up after we're done with this conversation. <laughs> hey man, that's, <laughs> I mean, count your weekend out like that's it you're just gonna be lost <laughs> is uh, it is this for everybody do i have a wiki feet page no i checked and you do not I'm oh afraid. somebody gotta make one for me man come yeah, on you can, you can start that up uh okay next question we get this one a lot if you were a pokemon which one would you be Dang, that's a good question. That's actually, well, speaking of being a nerd, is um, this is one of the things we used to always talk about, like, when we was younger, it was, like, if, if you could be in any, like, world, like, any, like, anime or video game world, where would you be? And the best one was always Pokemon, because I was the only one where you had an equal opportunity to be cool as everybody else, you know? You you end up being an Attack on Titan, and you're start fighting for your life. Or you're, or you're in Dragon Ball Z, and we're on the phone doing a podcast, and the damn moon blows up, or someone yeah, yeah. drops, a, drops a spirit bomb on my head, you know? Yeah, but Pokemon yeah. has always been one of the ones that um 
I would say that I would love to be in that world. But if I could be a Pokemon, of course yeah. I'll be overpowered. I'll I'll be like Mewtwo or something. But if I had to pick like a regular Pokemon, I always liked in the game my favorite was Flygon. I don't know how deep you are into Pokemon, but um the Emerald, Emerald, Sapphire, and Ruby, I, okay. I really like Flygon because uh, you could catch it as a regular ground type and it turns into a dragon. So that that was cool. Look at that, I just nerded out on you. There you go, there you go. Hey, <laughs> my guy, my guy was always Ditto. Cause Ditto, oh, that's I, uh, cheating. Not what? <laughs> Yo, you know you're, what? You're, you know what? You're one of those. You're one of those. I, I wish for three wishes, guys, aren't you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because when I, because I would use him when I was playing the card game, like when it came out. Oh, so gotcha. Card game. You'd use that, and it would kill everybody because that card was wicked. So you know what's crazy? Like, I never got into the Pokemon card game. I remember yeah. I, I used to, I played Yu-Gi-Oh heavy, and now I play Magic the Gathering heavy. But the Pokemon card game, I just didn't know the rules. Uh, it was good. It was good. I used to play. I used to play Magic too, man. So yeah, that was man. Shit, you gotta get on Arena, man. I, 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 I'm on a video game. I hate this right now, but when I get back on playing video games, man, I'm definitely getting back on Magic Arena. I've been trying to hit them up for a sponsorship forever, man. I like, man, yeah. come on, y'all. It's it's random. It's a UFC fighter that plays Magic Gathering. Y'all not going. Y'all not going show some love. Yeah, get on a card. That's what they need to do. Now, they need to yeah, or, um, the they do this thing where um they they every time a new um pack comes out, they give out um cards for people to show off. Like, hey, this card does this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. man, let me let me let me do one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, are you in? And I apologize, I don't know, but are you on any of the UFC cards yet? No, no, no. Oh, 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 you talking about the prism cards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, right? I yeah, I think I have at least three or four because they have my debut they have one of my knockouts yeah i think i'm on, on three of them oh shoot okay nice i gotta look through some of mine to see if i have a sadiq card like I, we did a, we did an unboxing of like a bunch of different sets to look at them so I yeah see if I, have, I actually i i get those a lot you know people that um resell stuff they always want you to sign them so mm -hmm. i always get that and i send them back to them but in case of any of you are watching this video there's nothing creepier than getting a random email at your house from people you don't know stop sending them to my house please <laughs> you know it's like i'll have i'll happily like sign anything i like just either dm me and i'll tell you the gym's address or our PO box, but like you know, you just get stuff sent to you. I was like, who is this weirdo? But yeah, those I have like a like fifty of them Jones that I never signed. But if you DM me first, I'll tell you where you can send them, and I'll happily sign them and send them back. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. That's nice of you. Uh, how would people find your home address? I, that's why I said it's creepy as oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. why I said don't be a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask a couple more things um who's a cool person that you think we should have on the podcast oh, that cool you would person. know and be able to recommend someone that would be cool to talk to someone like yourself you know what i mean like someone that's gonna be good man fun. they don't get much cooler than me man i'm not gonna no, no, no. <laughs> no. it's all downhill after this it's uh it's all downhill uh i don't know i don't think I, man i've i've learned in in my older age to stop vouching for people <laughs> that, oh, that's right. that's what, that's one that's one of the few lessons I took away from last year is to right. stop vouching for people. So I don't know who to tell you. All right, I will. Uh, all right, I will find my. Own. That said, for anybody watching the podcast, I do want to say our next week guest is a young MMA amateur fighter out of P Prince Edward Island in the east of Canada. She, it, her name is Maria Clinton, and she's fighting at FLA. That's Fight League Atlantic number nine on May sixth. She's under Henzo Gracie, PEI. So see, hello. see, I told, I told you guys. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know what? 
You know what? Here's the thing. I spoke. I spoke to the uh, owner of Fight League Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to him, "I go get me the coolest person on your card. (laughs) I want the best person on the podcast." And he gave me Maria's name. So yeah, Maria is pretty cool. I'll vouch for her. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Let's see. I do have one question that I've been asking all my guests. It's a question that my mom used to ask me when I was young. Sadiq Yusuf, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Man, that is man, that is a perfect question, man. I love that you actually asked that, man. Dang, how how deep do you want me to get? As deep as you want to go, my friend. I've got man, that is a great got, question. You know, we do just, have to just, end this podcast. We've only got seven more hours left, so <laughs> just because you asked me that, I'm gonna start asking other people that. Man, I, I to be honest, I feel like I'm a pretty happy guy all around, you know, and I try to react positively to things that happen to me no matter no matter if it's good or bad i still try to react positively because i feel like at least that way even if my part is shitty the person that i'm interacting with isn't going to be shitty you know just to leave leave them on a positive note damn that's a deep question man that's that's a that's a real deep one, and I don't want to I don't want to give you a fake answer. You know, that's I no, no. I feel like a lot a lot of these guys do that often, and it's a disservice to the people that's actually watching. So on a scale of one to ten, how happy am I? Dang man, you just got deep on me out of nowhere. <laughs> We're talking about Pokemon, one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you hit, you hit me with a you just spin the bus around and hit me with a curveball on a scale of one to ten. I would say as a person on a scale of one to 10, I'll, I'll have myself pretty high. Like I'll give myself almost an eight or a nine as a person. But when it comes to like circumstances, cause right now I'm not going to lie. The injury stuff is, is very, very depressing, you know? So I'll, I'll say like circumstances wise, maybe a five or six, but I feel like just because of my personality, I, I could kind of get over that hurdle if that makes sense. Right, right, right. No, I like it, man. Uh, you seem like a very, very positive person. Yeah, I try you know, my best, man. It's the it's the vibe that you're giving. You know, like you seem like a positive person, someone that's exuding like happiness and stuff. So, and I could see if this is how you are, like around other people, like at your gym or whatever. It's definitely contagious. You know? Yeah, that's 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 why my manager was always so like, man, you gotta let people know how you really are. You know, like you you look so scary when you fight, but like you're like the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, um, and then. You know, is there anything that you'd like to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of this podcast? Man, to, to, to be honest, I feel like you kind of like, like killed it. That was a perfect question. I hope you asked that to everybody, man. And yeah, you tell, tell them to give your honest answer too, because that, that's, that's a perfect way to end almost every interaction. You know, I try to, I, the older I get, I'm starting to see like how important things like that are, you know, just getting honest answers from people when you really ask them like how they're doing, you know, I feel like we're also like, even I do it sometimes. It's so easy to just give the answer. Like, oh, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. When one conversation could change somebody's whole day, you know? So one conversation could, change, could make them do something that they weren't planning on doing or not do something that they were planning on doing, you know, if you if you understand what I'm saying. So, yeah, that I, that's really it. Outside of that, go on YouTube, you lazy assholes. <laughs> go yeah. on my YouTube and subscribe leave a comment share is good for the algorithms like i I appreciate all the love but i need y'all to watch it on youtube comment and share or something else yeah we got your uh we got your handle for instagram scrolling down on the bottom of the screen it's at super sadiq very easy uh i'm gonna put a photo up here this is i think like you're on your instagram you can go on here and there's like all the links that you have 
Yo, uh, hey, hey, you want to you hear something funny real quick? Somebody yeah, told yeah. me on those little things, I should change one on to like Pornhub or X videos and make that my YouTube and see who <laughs> see me real quick. It. You know what you do? Okay, so I've heard that too. So what you do is you uh, you take one of your videos that is like older, that's not getting any hits now, like getting no views. And that's when you you fake them into that. And then you can see <laughs> how many people click on that because the old one will start to like accumulate views, right? And you're like, okay, that's well, the true. only reason it's getting views is because they think it's like a, some porn thing. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. And then see what happens. I should actually, you know what? That's a great idea. I got to do that to mine too. I gotta, yeah, I gotta see, there you go. I steal something from you. You steal something from me. Yeah, Equal I, truth. I like it. But anyway, so yeah, now you have a newsletter. So people should sign up for that. Yes, newsletter. my, my newsletters too. Up. Those are really cool. I get a little um, that one is is not that much humor, you know. I I try to get a little bit more deep on the newsletter stuff, and I it's like my day to day. I update pop culture, um, like what I'm going through through the week, or like if something exciting happens during my week, I'll I'll talk about that. So the newsletters too. Subscribe to the newsletter. Just you know, just kind of make sure y'all don't forget about me. Yeah, of course. And then last thing, I want to put this photo up. I'm not sure who this is. Oh yeah, he was running for president um in Nigeria. So okay. this I was trying to um get the younger people to go out there and vote, you know. He's he's somebody that I really like, you know. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, my country has a lot of corruption. They they were trying to kill Izzy because Izzy said that on an interview too. So they're probably going to kill me for saying it. But the truth is the truth, you know. So yeah. it's it's one it's one of those things like Nigeria knows its problems. So he was somebody that I was really really hoping was going to get it done, you know, but Okay. That corruption. That corruption is hard to beat. <laughs> no, it is, man. But I. But I and, I. and look, I'm glad that you explained that story. I was putting it up there because you were wearing the African clothing, which your mother runs a company. Yes. And I, yes. to give, and I wanted to give her a shout out too. Yeah, yeah. I, I even have her um her stuff. Damn, look at you, man. Now now I'll be happy to be back on your stuff. You're 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 on you're on <laughs> you're anyway. on you're on your game. But yeah, my mom is taizadiret.com. But if you need help, yeah, just look on my on my link tree and you always see is my mom's clothing store. I always try to promote her stuff as much as possible. You know, she's such a nice woman. Hey, she gave birth to me, so she gotta be cool. Yeah. But <laughs> she she's always like um She's always nice, always super positive. That's kind of where I get I get a lot of my stuff from. My work ethic, my the way I treat people is all from her. And this one, she she's getting to that age now where she's like, ah, oh, you know, I just want to do my stuff. It's like she's Nigerian to the blood, you know. So no matter what job she has here in America, she always wants to be like a selling at the market. Like she always wants to go back to her roots. So that's exactly. something that she really loves. Like a lot of those clothes, my sisters um making them back home. And she sends them to my mom. And some of them we get made out as well, but most of it is from my sister. And my mom sells them here. So, yeah, if you guys show, show some love to my mom, too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, super Sadiq Yusuf, it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know you, man. Like, really, really cool to, that you came on the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, support you and everything you do. Anytime that we've got, you know, someone that comes on the podcast, we consider you a friend and we'll promote the hell out of anything that you do, your fights and all that. We'll always tell people to go and watch and support. Um, next time you come on, I didn't have a chance to do this, but because I knew you were a comic book nerd. So next time you come on, <laughs> I do, I do not necessarily, my... not necessarily a comic book nerd. I just, whoa, it's just, whoa, whoa. you were saying yeah, stuff yeah, about that... speedsters. Like, yeah, but the thing words. is, I, I, it's, it's, so I'm a big fan of DC, DC animated. Yeah. Well, this is DC Who's Who Omnibus. Oh, it's, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That like that I like. That I like. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I like. Gonna, I was just gonna go through everybody here in this uh, book and then ask you to name like their real one names one by one. 
Yeah, yeah, one by one. We've got lots of time. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I look forward to that. All Matter of right, fact, yeah. I'm going to cancel all my plans next week, and yeah. we could do just that. Okay. <laughs> well, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the uh, the time. Get get healthy. Get training. Kick ass. We'll see you in the future. We'll see you back on this podcast one day. Thank you so much, Sadiq. It was an absolute pleasure. No problem. Peace, peace, peace. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Pretty cool video, man. Uh, interview with Super Sadiq Yusuf. Make sure you go follow him. His uh, Instagram handle is down there on the bottom. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to RageWorks Podcast Network, RageWorksNetwork.com. We're part of them. They're the New York Podcast Network that we're a part of. So go check them out for other cool podcasts. I do want to give a shout out to the Media Virus Podcast. I was a guest on their podcast last week. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, Ray Roland, he is fighting May 12th at the next Up Next Fighting event. Katharina Leaner talked about her five-star feat. She is uh, fighting a pro boxing event this week. And Laura Gallardo uh, from Tough Fame. She was a podcast uh, guest as well. She has a fight coming up as well. So those are three friends of the podcast that are fighting. Thanks to everybody for watching this podcast. That was awesome, man. Super Sadiq Yusuf. Jeez Louise, that conversation was like, I'm just meeting like a good friend, you know. Uh, check out some of the videos that are going to show up on the screen now. We'll see you next week. Next week's guest, again, Maria Clinton fighting at Fight League Atlantic. Take care, guys. All the best and uh, be safe.